0: Let's go. To tuning in really appreciate it uh happy new year i guess yeah <laughs> it is happy new year i'm f- recording this on the fifth damn sorry the fifth i feel like this year is going to move by really fast really really fast which is dope you know i got plans and shit so shit works uh let's get into it man uh i think we start off with the hip-hop news this week some good some bad and you can start off with jay-z and beyonce so apparently people from the luge or louvet the hell y'all call it museum in um france they credit jay-z and beyonce for increasing the visitors last year to up to 10 million so apparently that's like 25 percent growth jesus <laughs> i wish i had 10 million people to pay for some shit that is dope oh yeah. how can i forget this shit Please tell me I've seen that Surviving R. Kelly doc that's out on Lifetime this week. That shit is wild. That is wild. So apparently it's from years of sexual abuse. I got to say it's accusations. I know we all knew he did that shit. It's like OJ. We all know he did it, but nothing's proven yet. So got to say accusations, but he did that. It's like what Kanan from Power say. Whatever they say he did, he did that shit. Did it. But apparently, it's a six-part doc on Lifetime. I mean, why? <laughs> why are we surprised? <laughs> Honestly, why are we? This man calls himself the Pied Piper of R and B. Y'all know what the fuck the Pied Piper is? The pipe for people who don't know, the Pied Piper, some fairy tales, a guy that went to a rat-infested town, told the mayor or king or whoever, "Say, hey, I'll get rid of these rats." I think he did it, but the king or whoever never paid him. So to get back at the king or mayor, he kidnapped kids. The Pied Piper. That's that's what he calls himself if R and B. So the kid kidnapper of R and B. So I don't know why anyone would be shocked all these accusations coming out of him. Like, come on, bro. This is crazy. Um on to more news. We got oh yeah, stringer bell from the wire. All my wire fans. Top five greatest show of all time, by the way. Idris Elba is going to be DJing at Coachella. I had no idea this man was a DJ. I thought all he, all he did was act and you know occasionally do karate and shit. But, I mean, I won't knock it because I haven't seen him DJ, but <laughs> it's just interesting. To, to, I guess his name is going to be DJ Big Driz. Man, that should sound awkward as fuck. But, yeah, um, I think I'm good for news. Those are the three news, I guess, most interesting I found this week. I think we should get into the episode. All right. So this week's episode, we won't be reviewing an album. I think it's a start the year off simple. Kind of a recap last year's music. A lot of music came out last year. I think we should just take one final look back at that. And, you know, and then do a quick look forward to the 2019 albums that are coming out, you know? So let's get into it. I think, yeah, let's do let's do the albums that are coming out first. So, what I want to do is, uh, towards the end of the episode, we'll do, like, an awards for last year's music. So, like, top albums, best song, best verse, worst album, whatever. Um, yeah, let's do that. We can run through some of the, I guess, bigger artists that's coming out. I mean, to the top of the list for me, personally, is... My man, Chance the Rapper. I think we're all waiting for an album from this man. Um, it's long overdue. He's released a couple singles here and there. But, you know, need a full project, baby. Childish Gambino is another one. Had a really good song in um, Summer. That single he put out. Or it Feels Like Summer. Pretty good song. I think it hit, like, number one on the Billboard. Don't quote me on that. Um... So yeah, you got Chance, you got Childish Gambino, uh, Erk Gang, signed to J. Cole's Dreamville Records. Pretty good duo. Really good duo. They got an album supposed to be coming out. Cardi B is rumored to be dropping another album. She has a single out called Money. Money. People who know him, it probably, I mean, if you weren't big on him, you probably learned of him from that. Stupid ass beef with it wasn't the beef, I guess it's a friendly competition with Tory Lanez. Jordan Lucas' ADHD album should be coming out this year, too. Uh, it's a rumored, it's pretty dope. It's rumored to have features from J. Cole, obviously, Eminem. I think Kendrick's on there, too. It'd be funny if he also has Tory Lanez on it because we all know that wasn't a real, actual, serious beef. Um, SZA is supposed, uh, apparently going to have an album out in 2019, followed up by Salon's, should be releasing the album, rumors says, interesting, The Weeknd has a rumored album coming out called Chapter 6, eh, and everybody's favorite bad guy, the college dropout, probably should have stayed in college, Kanye to the West, is rumored to be dropping the album 2019. Yeah, we will see if it's anything like Yee or whatever the fuck that I hated the album. Seven tracks. I'm not with that shit. Wasn't that great, my man? Schoolboy Q having the album coming out. His last album was dope. Blank Face, really, really good album. Just every literally every song, every song on there was just bar for bar one of the best best albums out. I mean, that's all I can think of. If You can think of anybody else. Mention them in the comment. Let me know who I missed. This is really all the major people I can think of that should be coming out with an album uh for a the deeper root deeper rooted hip hop fans Ronda Jewels should be having one too just read that um that'd be interesting yeah, and that's it that is it for the albums coming out in twenty nineteen rumored to be coming out in twenty nineteen I should say um let's get into it the hip hop awards or twenty eighteen hip hop awards. Podcast. Uh, I don't know what category I should start with first. Hmm. Let's see. I guess we can start with the song of the year. And again, this is my opinion. I don't want to hear shit. I want to hear about I'm wrong. Maybe if I am wrong, I don't care. It's my opinion. But let's kick it off right. Song of the year. I have to give it to black boy jb i mean it's really drake's song but look alive that sh- song was being played everywhere in 2018 should i still play it in my car <laughs> that's how good that song is had the dance that went with it it just had everything it was a good song it had a dance good music video had the star power on it of course that's just gonna be number one The a song is just dope so that was, yeah, song of the year. Pretty easy. Um, Best album cover of the year. A lot of people don't rate album covers anymore, but it's still a little thing I look at. think shit is dope. Like, you know, when an artist put or whoever designs their album cover, when they put effort into it and it, like, correlates with the music itself. Pretty cool. Um, But, yeah, I think the best album of the year. This was tough for me. I gave it to Kid C-Golfs with Kanye West and Kid Cudi. But real close, second and third, was Daytona by Pusha T. Just from the story behind that, so that picture apparently Kanye paid, like, I think it's 25000 or some ridiculous amount of money to get the rights to that picture to use it. It was a picture of Whitney Houston's bathroom, you know. God bless the dead, but... It was the bathroom of where Whitney Houston, like, OD'd or died. Not exactly sure. But just the story behind that picture just added more, like, weight or, I guess, meaning to the album cover, you know? So, yeah. So, Daytona, Pusha T. That was a close second. And a close third for me was Booker Ryan by Royce Five 59 Man, that's a dope-ass album cover, bro. It's a really good album cover. It looks like a a book cover, but it's just, the optics of it, it just works well. Yeah, but I gotta give it to Kitsy Ghost, Kanye and Kid Cudi. I just like the album cover. There's no really like, detailed, serious meaning to it. It's just a good album cover. Let's do Verse of the Year. Now, this one, like, it's it's debatable between me and my friends, but for me, Verse of the Year was by Rap City on Joiner. That's a song she had with J. Cole on the compilation album from her label. I think it's Jamla Records or something like that. But her verse on Sojourner was, boy, it was good. I'm not even going to lie, she out rapped J. Cole on her own song. On his own song. Sidebar, that had to be J. Cole's song originally. Because if you listen to the song, he does the hook. He has the first verse. So I feel like it's something where ninth, one Wonder heard Ninth heard that song and was like, "Yo, let me get that." So Jake Oliver gave him the song and then put Rhapsody on it, which I feel like is an advantage if you already have another person on a song, so you can come with the stronger verse. You know what I mean? You can hear how they went or the energy they put into it, and just one up it. So shit like that, I don't think it's. I won't say it's not fair to judge all the rappers on, like, because you know, a big part of hip hop is who had the best verse. When you do collabos, is who had the best verse on the song. But if if it's a situation where you already have the person on the song, you're the last person to lay your track, lay your vocals on it. It's kind of like, eh. It's like you have insider information. You know what I'm saying, like. You already know what it's going to be like, so you can one up it or match that energy. And I mean, if you're a really good MC, it's easy to do. Like when Ken- when Kendrick did that control verse, I don't know if he was last or first. Based on the stories, he wasn't last. I think Big Sean was last, it's most likely because it's his song. But that was such a good verse, like the other MCs probably couldn't have one up it, you know? It's just the energy, the what he was saying, it's calling out everybody. It's, that's how it was. Go back to saying, I think. City definitely had the best verse of the year on Sojourner. If you disagree, let me know. There's a lot of other candidates. J. Cole on the freestyle with Wale. That was dope. Um, but yeah, that's who I can think of as the best. Let's jump into this of the year. I'm sorry. I got to give it to my man Jonah Lucas. Everybody was saying, oh, Tory Lanez came back and dissed him. It was better. My humble opinion the very first lady diss by jonah luca jonah lucas was better first of all it was more original like in rap beef how do you come back off the same beat am I the only one that think that's weird like if you're gonna come back don't come back on the same beat he dissed you on pick another jonah lucas beat and, him on, and diss him on that don't go back to the same beat you only picked it because he knew the energy behind Liddy. like that was a dope beat so when jonah beat you to it I thought he won, you know what I mean? I mean, personally, I think Jonah won the, I guess, the battle. It's not a beef. I keep saying beef. I guess Jonah won the battle overall. But the diss track of all that little series of battle, definitely Jonah Lucas's lady freestyle was, or diss, diss of the year. Might be top 10 diss of all time. He said some disrespectful shit, man. He went at the hairline. Why well, you gotta always remix old songs? I mean, bruh. He <laughs> said some hurtful shit. Hurtful shit. But apparently, it's not a real beef. Keep that in mind. So don't get put your, your energy and like all your fandom in there. It's not that deep, fam. Next, we got the, the surprise album of the year. That one, I definitely gotta give to my man, 21 Savage. 21, 21, 21. Man, I did not expect that album to be that good. And to start off with the first track a lot featuring J. Cole and just the soulfulness behind it, it's not something we past albums. We know 21 has it in them, but it's not something you expect to that level from 21. And, you know, to like recruit one of the heavyweights in hip hop right now in J. Cole and get him to rap on the the track. It was really good. Really good really good actually that's my favorite track on the album 21 um monsters the next one with childish cambino really good song overall i I really like that album and i wasn't expecting to like that album i can definitely say that maybe i had like some some bias going in but i definitely changed my mind on 21 so that was a very good surprise album uh oh yeah the album is i am greater than i was so, I guess, you know, 21's turned a new leaf. He's a new man, ladies and gentlemen. I respect it, though. I'd love to see the growth. Let's go to the worst album of the year. I mean, you guys can guess it. I don't think I even have to, like, it's not even debatable. Worst album of the year goes to Takashi69, Dummy Boy. What the fuck <laughs> Who was that? And as a legitimate artist, why would you want to be on that trash fucking album? The album was just whack. I'm sorry. There's nothing on there that I liked. It's just, he wasn't rap. He yelled. It's just, no. Nope. Absolutely not. If I was able to review it, if the podcast started before the album came out and I, was, uh, I had to review it, no vinyls. Like, absolute zero vinyl awards. Like, it's just trash. I'm sorry. Worst album of the year. Moving on. I think we should get into the, we can do that. Let's do the top albums of 2018. We can do the top five albums. Yeah, so what I'll do is I'll do the, in order, the top five albums that I felt were the best albums of 2018. Probably give you like my five or four favorite songs from the album. Talk about it for a bit. Yeah, we can do that. All right, let's take a break. Oh, yeah, if you're a fan of J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar, then you know they have an album together. There's pretty much people dying for that album to come out. Mm, I'm one of them. (laughs) I can't wait for that album to come out. I feel like I should slowly become the detox by Dr. Dre. What I want to do is in every episode of this podcast is I want to do a little fun, I guess, a little interactive thing with you guys. I want you guys to share on the YouTube page. or in the Instagram comments, or SoundCloud, don't really care where, just share reasons why the album hasn't been coming out. Just fun little stories, use your imagination, and I'll pick one every week and throw them in the, I guess, read it in the podcast. You know, that'd be a cool little thing to do until the album comes out, because I'm convinced it's never going to come out, but I guess we'll see. Hope I'm wrong. Really hope I'm wrong, because the second that comes out, I'm reviewing it. But yeah, um, add your stories for why the album is not coming out. You know, I personally think it's trapped in a Russian base somewhere and only Putin has the launch codes to get them. So, you know, I think I'm pretty right. We'll see. But yeah, show your stories and we'll see who gets to be on the podcast every week. All right, let's get into it. Now we're going to do the top five albums of 2018. I think we should yeah we can start with the honorable mentions these are al- these are albums that were close i thought about them but i guess end day, just weren't good enough for me at least to be in my top five uh yeah so these are honorable mentions in no particular order um let's go with cardi b invasion of privacy to be honest i'm not the biggest fan of that type of me- like hip-hop or type of music like the the bling or look at me like pretty much the trap shit i don't know what you guys call it (laughs) yeah but cardi b's invasion of privacy was a good album my favorite songs on there was best life i like it i said i like it like that and drip i mean i know i said i don't like that trap shit but came through dripping was (laughs) shit was a good song drip drip uh next is the carters beyonce and jay-z everything is a love really good album it's more of a grown folks family album but i mean 26 don't have a family yet but i still like the album it's pretty cool um a boss definitely my favorite song on the album friends was good love happy was really good beyonce was talking her shit on that on that track like, I like the part where she, she reminds Jay-Z of how he fucked up. and He's like, all right, chill, chill. But it's a really good song. Um, next, we got an MC out of Chicago. Her name is No Name. Her album, Room 26. Really good. Favorite songs on there is the intro track, Self. Next song is Don't Forget About Me and Montego Babe, Or Montego Bay, that's how you say it. Really good album. If you never heard of her, seriously, check it out. Her voice is definitely unique. Never heard a voice like that. Her style of rap or cadences. It's it's good shit. Good shit. And the last honorable mention is my man Nipsey Hustle with Victory Lop. I mean, if you're an entrepreneur and you don't listen to at least one song from this album a day, you're not hustling, bro. You're not hustling. You don't want money. Because this album will make you either go, if you're on that street shit, you know, go sell that whatever. And that corporate shit sell whatever you do corporate wise but victory lap definitely deserves the grammy nominations it has this year favorite songs for me on there is hustle and motivate that's on my gym playlist actually number three on my gym playlist next song i like is status symbol three that's a song he has with a rapper buddy really good and last time that i check is just an old school west coast type song it makes you throw your gang signs up, and you're not even the gang. I hope not. Don't join gangs, people. <laughs> but yeah, those are my honorable mentions. Um, let's get into my top five hip-hop albums of the year. And coming in at number five, let's go back to Chicago. That's not Kanye West. Definitely not Kanye West. He said too much wild shit this year. As my man Saba for his album Care For Me. Again, if you've not heard of Saba, definitely one of the like, he's on his way. He's definitely on his way. He's from, like I said, he's from Chicago. He's done songs with Kanye, actually, with Chance. He's done songs with No Name, I just mentioned. But his album, Care for Me, comes in at number five because it's just, I guess, sidebar. Like, if you know me, I'm, I'm, I like rappers that tell stories or, have the ability to tell stories you don't have to do it all the time like every once in a while the the bling rap or the punchline rap is cool but i like a rapper that can paint a story throughout an album or a song and saba definitely has this ability the best song the best song on the album for me was prom slash king he just tells a story of his cousin, Walter, I'll let you listen to the song, but he tells the story of his cousin and the prom, the events that took place at prom, what happened. It just, it's a really good song, a really good storytelling song. You can just picture it in your mind as he raps. Uh, next song on there that I like is Life. Life is good. Smile is the next one. Calligraphy is a really good one. And the fifth one I like is Heaven All Around Me. That song, when I listen to that song, I just get to like the... See, I'm a, well, I grew up as a seven day adventist, but I, I get the like the, the 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 church weekend vibes from that song, you know, like I just get the I guess I get the Jesus Jesus vibes. <laughs> I get the Jesus vibes. But yeah, number five, Saba, care for me. Number four coming in at number four is Royce the Five Nines, Book of Ryan. Like if you're a hip hop head, like if you listen to lyrics and you like just just that, you don't need to dance to a song. Booker Ryan is for you. I mean, we all know Royce the 5'9 is a rapper. For God's sakes, he's one of Eminem's best friends. You know you have to be able to rap to fuck with Eminem. So, the album was dope. My favorite song on there was Dumb featuring Boogie from California. Not a Boogie with the hoodie. There's a different rapper. He's not as famous yet. He's actually signed to Eminem, I think, called Boogie. He's on that song listen to that, that's the track I recommend, um, another song I like on there is Cocaine, Godspeed, and Caterpillar featuring Eminem, of course, the last one that I would recommend to listen to is Summer on Lock, that one has Jada Kiss, I think Pusha T if I remember right, and one of, this was another one of the candidates for verse of the year, uh, fabulous, fabulous verse on fucking Summer on Lock, unreal unreal i mean we all know fabulous had the l bars but he just fucking reminded you man like this shit was jesus go listen to that song it's just dope coming in at number three is rhapsody Layla's wisdom i think this is her first official album she put out and it's really i mean it was really good really good album favorite songs on there is chrome black and ugly Sassy, Knock on My Door, and finally, Nobody, featuring Anderson .Paak. Black and Ugly was really, it's a song that, I don't know, It's I feel like a lot of people can, especially... African American people can relate to that song because I I can only imagine like just the the society. I don't want to get too deep, but like just the society we live in, like a lot of people can feel black and ugly or because you're of a darker complexion. You're not not as beautiful. So that that song definitely stands out to me. Knock on My Door is another good one. I like the vibe of that song. It's like a next door neighbor type shit. I like it. I don't want to, I'm not getting the details. because I don't want to ruin the songs for you guys if you never heard it, but go listen to these songs. They're pretty good. Just listen to the album. It's pretty good. Um, coming at number two, Travis Scott, World. Not going to lie. It's a surprisingly good album. Surprisingly good album. Favorite song on it, of course, is probably the biggest song of the fucking year. Sicko Mode featuring Drake. NC17 with 21 Savage. 2121. 21. Like, I really like 21 Savage now. <laughs> like, I'm a fan. Um, yeah, NC-17 featuring 21 Savage. Stop trying to be God. Featuring, I don't think that's featuring anybody. Side note, for t- <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw the video. Travis Scott was performing Stop trying to be God live. And he kind of switched the lyrics. Like, added the lyrics. Say, he pretty much said, I told my bro, stop trying to be God. Pretty sure he's talking about Kanye West. Because, let's be real, Kanye West, right now, we we need him to get out of the sunken place. But, yeah. Next song on there that I like is Stargazing and Butterfly Effect. Um, I mean, there's not much I can say. It's a pretty popular album. It's number one for weeks. I just like it. It's good. Travis Scott did his thing on it. And number one album for me is K.O.D. by J. Cole. Like, a lot of people argued with me on this one to me it's a no-brainer it really is kod talks about the biggest problem it talks about and offers solutions to the biggest problem in hip-hop which is drug abuse it is insane (laughs) that this album did not get nominated for a grammy really insane I mean the saw the, the album it, it shows you how easy it is to get into drug use from from him talking about, you know, uh from him talking about how easy it is to use it to not feel pain, to ignore your feelings, to not seek help, to him offering solutions. You're like he said, Hey, don't medicate, meditate. Like I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean personally I'm a J. Cole fan. So I'm automatically going to like the album, but just the climate of hip hop today, all this drug use rap, you know, all this like pop tamale and all that shit, like just how relevant it is. it I can't fathom how it's not more acclaimed, but that's for another discussion. But uh, my top tracks on the album is KOD. He talked his shit on KOD. He pretty much said, nobody deserves to be on my shit. So I'm gonna keep putting out these putting out these albums with just me on it. Hey, I I fuck with it. I rock with it. Take it. I'll take it. The cutoff, which is featuring Kill Edward, which is pretty much his alternate singing ego. I don't know what's going on there, but I like the song. Um Window Pane is another really good song. Again, I go back to the storytelling. I love that type of shit. Like I like picturing the story the rappers are telling in their song. Window pain is really good friends is the standout track on the album for me um that's the track that talks about you know the the how easy or reasons we can fall into wanting to use drugs and him just saying like you know don't do that meditate like get help like get better help drugs is not the answer and you know with everybody dying in hip-hop last year from r.i.p to mac miller like all these rappers and people over not just rappers, people overdosing from drugs. Again, I feel like it's a very relevant, very relevant thing we or album we need needed in hip hop last year. Like s- somebody needed to hear this music and take something away from it. And last song that I, I recommend on there is Brackets. Um that one pretty much just talked about, you know, when you got the bag. And the government take half your bag. And you're like, what the fuck happened to half my bag? Or like, what did this government do with my money? But, you know, Brack is a cool little song that talks about it. But, yeah. So that's my top five album of the year. Quick recap. Number five, Sabo, Care For Me. Number four, Royce The Five Nine, Book of Ryan. Number three, Rhapsody, Layla's Wisdom. Number two, Travis Scott, World. And number one album of 2018, J. Cole K.O.D. That's my top five. Let me know if you like it. Let me know if you disagree. I'm out of my mind. If you completely disagree, you think I'm a fucking idiot, give me your top five in the comments. But yeah, that's my top five. And that is the end of the podcast. If you like what you hear today, as I mentioned, you can find this podcast on YouTube, Instagram, SoundCloud, and I believe Twitter. Yeah, I'm going to say Twitter by the time you hear this. You can follow the podcast on the After The Drop podcast on Instagram. So it's A-T-A-F-T-E-R-D-A-D-R-O-P underscore pod on Instagram. And then it's just the After The Drop podcast on SoundCloud. And it's the After The Drop podcast on Twitter. Thanks for listening, guys. Catch y'all next week. I feel like we'll definitely review an album next week. So tune in. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Jay. I'm hungry as shit. Gotta go eat. Peace.